what is going on everyone now i want to talk a little bit about the nba season coming up before i start i plan on doing one of these things every week since the nba season starting up i want to keep up on nba news and stuff like that follow me at moneyman2j on twitter you know you know where it is. I'm talking about basketball, basketball controversy, all that. Anyway, I do want to talk a little bit about my predictions for this year. Now, the East, like always, is the easiest conference to follow. The West can be one of the most difficult conferences to make predictions for. The West is so versatile. The West has better players on it versus the East. The East is the easy conference. You know, already, I can say 99% sure, unless LeBron gets injured, the Cavaliers are going to be in first. Or they're at least going to make it to the finals. But it, LeBron has to be injured for them not to make the finals. With second being between the Bulls and the Hawks, um, the Hawks did make some changes over the uh, over the uh, was over the summer. Uh, they gained Tim Hardaway. They gained Justin Holiday. They still have Al Harford, uh, Kyle Korver, Jeff T, Paul Millsap, but they lost Demar Carroll. Demar Carroll went over to the Toronto Raptors. And that's another team you have to watch out for. While I don't think they are going to make, you know, the finals, uh, you know, the Toronto Raptors, uh, they still have DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, Terrence Ross. Uh, of course, I said they, they gained DeMar Carroll. They gained Anthony Bennett. Even though I might get this mixed up sometimes, Anthony Bennett was... He didn't do so well last season, did he? I don't think Anthony Bennett did well. I, for the most part, Anthony Bennett's not an amazing basketball player. He's a bust. Um, versus who's the other guy? I think Cavs drafted him, then traded him over to um, traded him to Minnesota. His name is who? Who's drafted number one, two thousand fourteen? Um, Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, um, who I think has a future. He has potential. Um, he's the better player between those two. Uh, so anyway, uh, teams that are going to be up there. Now this, the next team I'm going to mention is going to be a sleeper. And that is the Miami Heat. Uh, this year, the Miami Heat uh, gained... Uh, Mari Stoudemire, again, he's not his prime, you know, he, he's, he's been dealing with back issues, so I don't see um, Amari contributing, contributing much, not unless he somehow stays healthy, but they did gain him o over the offseason. Hassan Whiteside over the past season has improved as a center uh, defensively and offensively. 
Um, the Chris Bosh last season was injured. He received a blood clot right before the All-Star break last season. It was out for the rest of the season. That really hurt the Miami Heat the most. I believe that Chris Bosh did not get injured um, or he did not get a blood clot. Then he would have been fine. Or the, the Heat would have been fine. Uh, of course, they still have Mario Chalmers, Udonis Haslam, uh, Birdman, Chris Anderson. They gained Justice Winslow in the NBA draft. I honestly think Philadelphia or New York should have gone for Winslow, but for some reason they didn't. I saw more, a lot more potential in Justice Winslow. But he's, you know, getting drafted, I believe, 10th in the NBA draft. Still good. So this team's slightly stacked. They got Gerald Green and Luau Deng, too. So this team's looking good. This is the Miami Heat's my sleeper team. They're the team that everyone should be watching out for because you don't know what is going to come out of the Miami Heat this season. Anything could happen with them. Also, they still had Dwayne Wade. Of course, Dwayne Wade's not in his prime, but he still can contribute a lot to that team. Another team uh, to look out for is the Indiana Pacers. Um, I don't think they're going to do that well this season. Uh, they lost Trash Roy Hibbert. Uh, they lost or they gained uh, Monte Ellis. I believe he was with the Dallas Mavericks, and they gained who else did they gain? They gained uh, no one big. That's it. Monte Ellis, their you know biggest all season change. Oh, they lost. I I, I mean like they lost Roy Hibbert. That that's a I guess a big loss. Roy Hibbert, um, to me, he's trash. I'm not a big Roy Hibbert fan. He's unathletic. He's garbage. He's just plain trash to me. Uh, Paul George was injured with a leg injury. You know, people remember when he was training for, I think, the FIBA games. Um, North America FIBA, I, I don't know, some Olympic national team practice. Uh, he got injured. So his leg snapped in half. And he has this iron rod in his leg holding it together. Um, so I guess Paul George is going to have to change his playing style. I believe the Pacers, they want him to play as a power forward. But what, from what I'm hearing, he does not want to play power forward. So they're going to have to figure that out. Obviously, he is going to have to change his playing style with this kind of injury. You're always going to have to play, change your playing style. You can't play like you did before. You can't play rough like you did before. You Things change when you get injured like that. That's a serious injury. And I'll get to changing playing styles when I talk about Derrick Rose. Um, other teams in the East, uh, there isn't much in the East. Oh, the Wizards. How could I forget the Wizards? How how could I forget the Wizards? Well, the Wizards lost Paul Pierce. Last year, the Wizards were dealing with injuries. Um, it was either a Bradley Beal wrist injury, a John Wall wrist or finger injury throughout the season, and they would be out weeks, you know, two or three weeks before they would come back. Um, if they can stay healthy... Things will be okay for them. They'll be top eight. And they're dealing with injury after injury throughout the season. It's going to screw them over. Um, same with uh, a, a, another player. Another player that I have a problem with is 
uh, Aldo Porter. Um, Aldo Porter really stepped it up in the playoffs last season. Um, I saw a different playing style from him from the regular season to um, to the playoffs. Um, he really stepped it up as a player, uh, which I'm glad about. Um, you know, he his minutes increased. Um, his scoring was better. His uh, field goal percentage was better overall um, because his, his playing was just trash during the season. I just had no confidence in him. Um, during, I'm just curious. I'm looking it up. Um, points per game during the playoffs was 10. During the regular season, points per game was 6. So he increased that during the uh, playoffs. Of course, they lost to the Atlanta Hawks, to which I believe was BS. Um, that Paul Pierce uh, three-point shot, I watched that over and over. I, I don't know how many times I watched that. I swear he got that out of his hand before um, before the buzzer went off. I swear he did. It looked like he did. I don't know. It, it really did look like he got that out of his hand. I'm just saying. Maybe I just don't see it. Maybe I'm just being biased. I don't know. Um... Uh, Nene, the man we shall not speak of, the man who just disappeared during last year's playoffs. I don't know what happened to Nene, but Nene was holding that team down last year. He played like garbage. He played like trash in the playoffs last year. I don't know what the heck happened with him. He was just garbage. Couldn't stand him. That's it for the East. That, that's it. They're, they're just, the East offers nothing else as far as um, good players. They offer nothing or good teams. Nothing. The West, a more versatile uh, conference. Um, stacked teams. You really can't predict the West. Um, currently, Golden State, um, Golden State's coach is out, I think. I know their coach is out with a back injury. It's not funny, but he, he he's not he's probably not going to be there for the uh, start of the season, so that might affect them. You know, not having that coaching style uh, will affect them. Uh, Stephen Curry, um, his just him as an athlete. Stephen Curry as a three-point shooter. Oh, my. Stephen Curry is amazing. I got to say, Stephen Curry is amazing. I just can't. I can't get over that. And I, You know, I, I've trolled around and said Stephen Curry is trash. But, um. Let's see. Um, Andre Udala, um, I believe, had an overrated performance in, um. In the uh, was in the finals last year. I don't think he deserved finals MVP. Uh, um, most people believe that you know Andre Iguodala shut down LeBron. Andre Iguodala did not shut down LeBron. That makes no sense. You know, shutting down like it's not like LeBron scored 
nine points, two assists, one rebound. LeBron wasn't shut down. Okay? LeBron still played like LeBron. He, you know, it's not like he actually he played he had to carry the Cavaliers team. So he played slightly better. And the fact that Andre Iguodala got votes over Stephen Curry, who played better in the finals than him, makes no sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense why Andre Iguodala. And here's what it makes even, even less sense. The fact that LeBron James got MVP votes. It's all this media hype. I don't understand. You're a loser. How the heck are you valuable when you lose? You're valuable when you win. I can understand if he won that MVP if the Cavs won the whole series. But the Cavaliers lost. So he's not valuable if they lose. He can score as many points as he wants. You're not valuable if you lose. Anyway, other teams to watch out for. The Clippers. We know that fiasco that happened over the summer with the Clippers. You know, the coach, uh, you had, uh, you know, Doc, you had Blake, uh, Chris Paul, um, Paul Pierce, all fly out to the suburbs of Dallas to meet with DeAndre Jordan to re-sign him to the Clippers. And DeAndre made a verbal commitment to the uh, Dallas Mavericks uh, owner to sign with the team. But the thing is, there's a wait period to sign. So, you know, it was before, it was actually about 12 to 15 hours before that, um, before that wait, you know, before that signing period was, you know, that wait period for signing was over um, when this all happened. And... They all flew to his house. And, you know, I understand, you know, people want to honor verbal commitments. But in 2015, verbal commitments honestly mean nothing. And I'm not saying that to be mean, you know, or to support it. You know, he lied. But to be honest, it's all about what's written down on paper. Um, it, it's not void until DeAndre Jordan signs the contract. And to be honest, the Clippers had every right to do this. And DeAndre Jordan, as you know, as unethical as it seems, had every right to do what he did, even if you don't like it. It's just, it is what it is. It just happened. <sighs> anyway. We also had the Memphis Grizzlies, which I call a sleeper team. Not many people look at the Memphis Grizzlies as anything. Mark Gasol, who I believe is an amazing center, uh, one of the best centers in the league currently. Um, they have Vince Carter, who's, of course, past his prime. Uh, Tony Allen, uh, Matt Barnes, who I believe came from the Clippers, Mike Conley, Zach Randolph, who, again, is overlooked. All these players contribute a lot to the Grizzlies team but are overlooked because you know no one really focuses on the Grizzlies I I personally like the Grizzlies and I'm a huge fan of Marcus all uh, 
other teams i talked about the clippers i talked about golden state houston how can i forget about houston as my least favorite player in the league, James Harden. I can't stand James Harden. He's a flopping, ref-baiting bitch. And here's the thing about James Harden. He's an amazing player, but he plays like a bitch. I'm sick of the flopping. And I know he's not the only player that flops, but his stands out to me the most. I know he's not the only player that ref-baits. And by ref-baiting, I mean he moves in a way that makes it look like it's a foul, but it's really not. So the ref calls it as a foul. You don't know how many free throw shots James Harden actually takes a game. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Has that's how they win games. It's, it's so ridiculous. In the all season, they gained Ty Lawson. Um, Ty Lawson has been dealing with some DUIs. Um, so we'll see what happens with him. They gained. Did they gain Terrence Jones? I don't know. They gained Terrence Jones over the all season. No, they they've had. To, I, I was thinking Terrence Ross for some reason. Uh, that's it. Oh, they still had Dwight who I will get to later about something stupid he said. <sighs> the West is so hard. Um, OKC will gain Durant back. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, he was dealing with an injured foot um, last season, and he had to rest for the rest of the season. Russell Westbrook carried that team. Um, almost to the final, or almost to the finals, almost to the playoffs. Um, Russell Westbrook played amazing. I believe that if he plays like he did last year, along with Durant, Russell Westbrook will be MVP. Um, as long as that team is, um, as long as that team's top three in the West, which I believe they was, as long as again they're healthy, then everything should be fine. Um, other teams, Lakers aren't going to go anywhere. Honestly, I think Kobe should retire. He is honestly holding down the Lakers or holding back the Lakers at this point. A $30 million contract for an old man who can't play like he did in his prime. This isn't prime Kobe. This is not prime Kobe. So I don't know where they're going. They gained Roy Hibbert trash. Roy Hibbert's just garbage they have nick young look at look at this team the only other players okay julius randall d'angelo russell uh larry nance jr though those are those are your future uh they have apparently they signed meta world peace um so that's whatever he's not really going to contribute much this isn't prime run our test or meta world peace however you want to say it this is 2015 Meta World Peace. Okay. Um, yeah, he's. Yeah, they don't have his contract listed. I would have to look it up. Um, see, any, any other player or any other team? The Spurs! Spurs. And what else can I say about them? It's that same style you've seen from them for the past 15 years. Tim Duncan. They gained LaMarcus Aldridge from Portland Trailblazers. I like that. I like that move um, that, you know, with the possibility of Tim Duncan retiring soon, that they're still trying to build up their team. They're still trying to keep um, Popovich, Pop, uh, great Popovich um, as their coach, you know. So uh, I, I really love his style of coaching. Great Popovich is a top five coach of all time for me. So I'm glad, uh, you know, with their style. You know, they're keeping that style, fundamentals, and all that. 
Anything else with this West Western Conference? Uh, Mavericks, I don't see going far. Uh, not this year. I have no confidence in them. They lost that DeAndre Jordan signing, even though I don't think it was going to make that much of a difference. Dirk is probably one of their best players on that team, uh, along with Chandler Parsons, Raymond Felton, uh, J.J. Barea. Um, they signed JaVale McGee, who is a trash center. Just as bad as Roy Hibbert, so I don't see them doing much this season. The from what I've heard in the story, um, in the rumors and stories, he is going to be a starting center once he is healthy. So uh, yeah, and Darren Williams, who again is also garbage. Um, he was an overpaid Nets player. I mean, not garbage in his prime, but he was garbage when he played for the Nets. Um, he was an overpaid Nets player who shouldn't have been paid the salary he was being paid it was ridiculous how much uh the Nets were paying Darren Williams to do nothing Darren Williams is not a leader Darren Williams can't lead a team he was good in his prime but he now he's just he holds back teams um final team I want to get to for now is the Pelicans or yeah the Pelicans and one player, the other player who I believe can be the MVP for this season is Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis being MVP depends on him being healthy. Just like last year, Anthony Davis, not just like last year, but last year, Anthony Davis was dealing with injuries. And Anthony Davis needs to be healthy in order to really carry this team. Um, Anthony Davis, it, I believe, is a top five NBA player right now when he's healthy, um, not dealing with shoulder injuries. So I want Anthony Davis to be doing really well this year um, in the NBA. Um, now moving on, I spent a lot of time on that. I want to get to a few things. A few things that players said or players have done or you know, a few pieces of news. Um, first of all, great Popovich. I'm never going to say that right. He has been named the head coach of the M or the USA national team through 2020. That means he'll have two chances of going to the Olympic or actually no one chance in 2020 because in 2016 that'll be the last um, USA bas men's basketball team coached by uh, Mike Krzyzewski. Oh my, these names are killing me. Um. Mike, I'm just going to call him Mike, is going to be moving on to an advisor role while um, Popovic will be the head coach for the team. And um, he'll be the head coach for the FIBA World Cup in China and the Olympics in Tokyo in 2020. Which is great because Greg Popovic, again, is a top five coach of all time. And him implementing his playing style, I think, with all these amazing USA basketball players, who I think be unique, uh, will bring a different style to basketball. Of course, Team USA will most likely win the gold like they always do. They've only missed the gold medal twice in basketball. So, yeah. Um, other news, Tristan Thompson offered a, or signed an $82 million five-year deal with the Cavaliers. And this might be one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. 
Um, the reason this happened, well, first of all, Tristan Thompson and LeBron James, from what I've read, have the same agent. So obviously you want to make LeBron happy and his agent, so you got to give him what he wants. And Tristan Thompson now has an $82 million contract for five years. Based off the other two players who have five-year contracts, which is Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, um, Tristan Thompson is second. Kevin Love has a $113 million five-year deal. Tristan Thompson has an $82 million five-year deal. And Kyrie Irving, who is a significantly better player than Tristan Thompson, has a $65 million five-year deal. Really, Cleveland? Really? You're going to that offer that much money to a trash forward slash center who only rebounds. That's what he does. He's a, He comes off the bench rebounding. Yeah. Come on. That is dumb. That is seriously dumb. And then how many points does he contribute on offense on average? Eight last season. How many rebounds does he offer? Um, total rebounds... Eight on average, which is down from his 2013-2014 season. Come on. Really? It is stupid for this to even happen. I just and then and then let's say, you know, um, you know, the Cavs need to sign other players. It's going to screw them over in the future. Because they're not going to be able to sign those players for, you know, comparable deals. Tristan Thompson is being paid more than Stephen Curry. James Harden, as much as I hate him. And John Wall. And there's many, many other players he's being paid more than, who are better than him. It's just ridiculous. I just don't get it. Finally, it's the last thing before I get off. Uh, well, I'm about to reach the 30-minute mark. Okay, Dwight Howard said the dumbest thing. Of the he, he gets the dumbass of the week reward. According to X-Magic CEO, Dwight Howard compared himself to, listen to this, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and Nelson Mandela. Let me repeat that. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Muhammad Ali, one of the greatest boxers of all time. And Nelson Mandela, one of the greatest social activists of all time. Three men who have done something amazing in this world. And he compares himself to them. So, comparing yourself, let's go through each of these people. Michael Jordan. Interchangeably with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, one of the greatest players of all time. And you're trying to tell me that Dwight Howard compares to Michael Jordan with all the endorsement deals that Michael Jordan has. Michael Jordan has his own shoe brand. Michael Jordan owns an NBA team. Michael Jordan with the Chicago Bulls three-peated twice. 
A total of six championships, again, championships a team accomplishment, but still a great feat. Michael Jordan led his team to the championships. How many championships has Dwight Howard led his team to? One? And he lost? Or his team lost? Okay. So Dwight Howard get, moves to the Lakers. Ever since he's moved to the Lakers, his level of playing has been garbage. He hasn't been the same. His focus has been away from basketball. Allegedly involved in underage relationships with girls. Allegedly. He compares, he compares himself to Muhammad Ali. Do people realize what Muhammad Ali has done beyond boxing? Ali protested the Vietnam War. Ali was arrested. And... Ali was stripped of his world championship because he refused to enlist in the army to fight over in Vietnam because he stood up for something that he believed in. What has Dwight Howard done? What? What has he done that compares to that? Of course, there's no draft today, so you can't really compare him to that. But again, the level of popularity that both um, that both Jordan and Muhammad Ali has been at doesn't compare to Dwight Howard. Now, this doesn't mean Dwight Howard has never done charity or never done good things for people. Of course, he's done good things for people. He has his own foundation. But the whole thing is comparing him to these all-time greats. And finally, Nelson Mandela. A man who was in jail for 27 years because he stood up against his country and the apartheid that was going on in his country and he was arrested um i guess for trying to overthrow the government in jail for 27 years and dwight howard compares to that dwight howard is not that level of philanthropy dwight howard is not that level of of sacrifice he hasn't done anything any of these three men have done combined or singularly, nothing. It makes no sense. How can you compare yourself to these three men? It makes absolutely no sense. Yes, he's. Done, I'm looking right now. He has his own foundation. He has a D12 foundation. I give him credit for having, you know, his own foundation. He's been part of different charities, especially for children, which is great. But to compare yourself to these men and being, I guess that would be somewhat cocky or arrogant, wouldn't make sense. You're comparing yourself to Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and Nelson Mandela, who's done, all three have done a lot more than you have ever done in your life. It's just amazing. It's, it's just amazing. Well, that, that's it. That's it. I'm done for tonight. Uh, again, at MoneyMan2J on Twitter. I'm tired of talking. So, I am out. Oh, I am out. Oh.